What's going on? Welcome back to the No Clue Podcast, episode 192. We are back. I'm one of your hosts. Right. I'm Mike. I'm Tyler. Welcome. The NBA season is officially underway. Yeah, I believe. Is everyone at four games now? I, I believe something like that. Yeah. Yeah. Um, We're going to get into the NBA. And if we have time, we'll talk a little bit about football. But first... What team do you want to talk about first? What team stands out the most to you? The most? Ooh, that's yeah. going to be – you're not going to be ready. Okay. Well, I, I mean, I guess I kind of called it, but the Trailblazers are 4-0. 4-0. A yeah. strong 4-0. They have probably the best clutch player in the league, a lot of people forgot. And what are they yeah. doing? Winning close games. Yeah, against – Good, well, you know, good teams too. <laughs> yeah, teams that should beat them, you would yeah. think, on paper. Um, yeah, man. I mean, Damian looks fantastic, of course. Of course. Uh, the Simons in Lillard backcourt was one I think a lot of people were um, hesitant to buy into, and were anxious to see. And it looks fantastic. Yeah. Um, Damian is a good your turn my turn kind of player and i don't mean that in a one-on-one way but in a if you're eating Damian's is going to keep feeding you like if you're playing good he's not gonna say all right it's my turn i i need some shots it's like if you have 50 dame's okay with getting 16 if, if the team wins i, I don't yeah. get enough credit for that because most point guards in the league right now like other than steph i'm not sure if i could say that about a lot of other like Real scoring point guards. No. Yeah, so um, the unselfishness that this team plays with is refreshing. Um, Hart is doing like their – he's being their ultimate utility guy. We already knew Grant was going to come in and be a utility guy. He's checking the best player on the other team every night. Grant is finishing huge, huge shots for them as well. Yes. Making huge defensive plays for them. Um, I'm talking like all around of – Nurkic somehow. <laughs> but, <laughs> nah. But Nurkic is playing all right. I mean, he, he's he doing is. all he needs to do. Yeah. He is. He's, he's moving the ball. He's not like trying crazy stuff all the time. No, he's not. My thing is with Grant, like to me, they finally have a forward who's actually dominant athletically. Absolutely. Like they would get guys in the past that to me are athletic on paper but it's not really like showing an impact in the game. Yeah. I'm not going to go down the list of guys. Cause I feel like we've, you know, discredited them enough. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> and yeah. a lot of them are struggling to find jobs now. So, you know, mm-hmm. it proves the point a little bit, but Grant yeah. is such a high level athlete. Like it, it shows on every possession, essentially. Yeah. Yeah. And they um, needed somebody and- like that. Absolutely. Absolutely. And they so they play the Suns, the Lakers and the Nuggets who are I mean, obviously people because of how the Lakers have been playing don't have them as contenders. But the Suns and Nuggets are surely contenders. Yeah. The Lakers still have three Hall of Famers on their team. So it's not like not like the Blazers were supposed to win the game is all I'm saying. Um, And they look great against all these teams. And I'm gonna need the NBA. I'm gonna need the NBA to get right and start moving Portland to the uh, the ESPN TNT games, ASAP. Yeah. 
Yeah. Yeah. For real. Every time, every time you get a Damien versus any other top tier point guard matchup, it needs to be on television because it's great television. And they showed that last season was such a team builder for their bench. Their depth would be, would not look good if they didn't have this last season where guys, um, I don't, I don't want to, uh, I want to say their names. So give us some credit where Greg Brown, the third, Keon Johnson, Nasir Little, who was good who before Damian went out, had a great, Shout out to him great got last paid. season. Yep, yep. Winslow is coming in and being able to fit the role that he needs to be. He's doing what he needs to do. He's guarding, um, guarding the best backups, uh, you know, using his athleticism, his strength, because he is yeah. super strong. Uh, Jabari Walker looks pretty good for them. And then Shaden Sharp is easing into the team very nicely. Uh, he's playing off the ball really well, which is, can be a struggle for rookies like him who come into the league as a uh, as a mystery one, but as someone who was like supposed to be a 30-point-a-game scorer you know, in high school or wherever he played. Um, He's coming in and moving off the ball really nicely. He's cutting well. He's hitting open shots. I think that he'll just build build up more and more and more for them. So, yeah, man, I, they look great. I love watching them play, actually. I really do. And they don't even have Gary Payton the second yet. I know. It, like, and that that's, that's what I kind of imagine them. And, and maybe that's why we used to get excited about all their off seasons is because guys, the way they play – a lot of free agents or rookies should come in and fit easily. Yeah. And finally we're seeing that. Yep. And one reason why we're always excited for their um, free agency moves and off season moves is because we know Damien is a great leader. I know. And, and we really want to see what you put around a great leader because we do always imagine it's going to work because how do you not want to play with Damien Lillard, man? How do you not want to play a game? where you never feel like you're out of the game. You never feel like it's over. It's one second on the clock. We still feel like we can win this game. Everybody wants to play with somebody like that. And um, Damien is that guy. And, you know, in the last two games, even though he's hit the clutch shot to keep them in the game, it's been Simons. It's been Grant, who's hit the game winners. Yep. Um, And also, they don't have Trendon Watford back yet, who had a really good season last season. you know, he's going to be another one of those bench guys, those role guys who got to really shine and got to improve his game over the last season where they were basically not really tanking, but, you know, they were just without their best players. So, yeah. Yeah, man, I I like Portland. I don't I don't know how I feel about them towards the end of the season, but right now they're top one of the best teams to watch right now. For yeah, sure. th- that's all I ask. I just want to see them more. I want I want them to yeah. prove to us that they're this good. Yeah. And Nas Little, the role that Chauncey has found for him is working. Um, I, I think when uh, Stotts was there, his that was probably his rookie year. I think yeah. he was really awkward. I do think he was trying to fill in the Aminu role, where it's like, we need you as the toolkit guy for us. And that really, at least as a rookie, was a lot to ask of him and hang out in the corner. Right. And may or may not have been his game. And 
lately he's really improved his jump shot. He's um, being more selective with his um, with his offense. So it's looking more efficient. He's looking a lot more efficient for them. Yeah. And there's nothing negative you could say about Dame. Dame is great. I mean, he's right now. I mean, obviously he's only four games. But right now he's one of the most valuable players in the league for their team. No by a long shot. Yeah. Cool. Um, uh, let's see. Who else? Who else we want to talk about? Uh, you want to stay positive? <laughs> yeah, let's stay positive. Let's talk about Utah. Okay. Yeah, let's talk about Utah, man. Um, I, you got to tell me about him because I haven't gotten a chance to see the, uh, any of the games yet. Well, we mentioned uh, in our in the preview that this team has a lot of good pieces. They have a lot of good players that could play on just about any other team. A lot of really desirable players. You got Taylor Horton Tucker, who was a desirable trade piece last season. Clarkson, Sexton, uh, Beasley, Jared Vanderbilt, Conley, <laughs> um, Rudy Gay, who's you know longtime vet, uh, Markinen, who's great, Olenek, who's great. Um, and then you got the young guys, Kessler, Abaji, uh, Johnny Juzang. Um, you know, Azabuki is in maybe his third year now, but another young guy who's just, these guys are just blossoming at, at the right time where this team has no expectations. They have no, um, you know, no one is, there's no pressure this season for this team. And they're coming out and they're, Killing people, man, and they move yeah. the ball. They they swing it. They have a lot of guys who are hungry, and they're just going a hundred percent at all times. And is this new coach? Um, I want to say his name is Hardy. Is it Hardy? Do you know? I don't remember to be honest. Boston uh, assistant. Yeah, Will Hardy. Will Hardy. Um, he has these guys. They sub in, sub out. Everyone gets a lot of minutes, and they just. It's like they play until their battery is out, and then he's, all right, someone else go in and use their battery, and they just go 110% all the time. And he's got the guys to do it. Sexton is one of those guys who plays hard. He's a great leader for that. Every second he's on the floor, he's out there dogging you as much as he can. I know. Taylor Horton Tucker is a guy who's used to coming in being an instant offense kind of guy for the Lakers. Not that he was the best in the league at it, but the Lakers were also dysfunctional. But he comes in and does the same thing. Clarkson, another guy, used to coming in and being right into scoring. He starts the game. He starts for them now. Does the same thing. It's just, um, they just they look really really good. And I know that they still want to break up this team to get more picks, but I really don't want them to at this point. I kind of like what they're doing. The team is pretty young. All very names, young it's just conley and rudy that are old i guess olenic is getting up there but he's not close to them but um it was yeah, nice to see Markin and play well i'll say that i did he's notice that great. uh what was the game one or two i think but he was he looked exactly like what we saw from him in the fiba versatile yeah. aggressive like that that's one thing i hated about him in cleveland is he's not aggressive at all right Honestly, right. towards his end of Chicago time, it was the same thing. He wasn't really aggressive. Now he's right. attacking. Like, that's all I wanted to see from him. 
Yeah, he's averaging 22 and 9 right now. I mean, looks great. He looks great, yeah. Olenek is averaging 16 and 3 assists for them, which is pretty cool. Olenek starting is interesting, too, because he starts sometimes for them, at least. Um, Olenek is a good, like, versatile big. He scores a lot of ways, spaces the floor well. Yeah, so he plays hard D. Yeah. He plays hard D. Foul, he'll hack somebody, hard screens. Yeah, I mean, it, they're fun to watch, man. Another fun team to watch. Um, I can't think of who they remind me of. I feel like they remind me of a team I just can't think of right now, but they have just a lot of energy, a lot of energy. And I don't know what they're trying to prove because, you know, if they keep playing good, Danny Ainge is going to uh, trade everybody on the team. <laughs> it's interesting it goes though it goes to the point we were talking about how the league is getting much more balanced it is it is yeah. and and we're seeing that early season results of that yeah and you think as a team if you say all right well you i'm gonna give you a team but i'm not gonna give you any all-stars you can't have a single all-star on the team this is the kind of team you would want okay well exactly. give me everybody that isn't every Six man, you could give me because all these guys would be good six men. Everyone on this team would be a good six man. And um, let me just go out there and compete. And they compete, play hard. Yeah, good start for them. Um, I think they're three and one as well right now. Yeah. Yeah. Three and one team. All right. Give me another positive. Um, I like what I'm seeing from Denver, to be honest. Denver looks pretty good, man. Denver looks pretty good. Tell me more. How do you feel? Uh, KCP balances out their starting lineup, finally. Yeah. Yeah. I feel like they've had like a weird non-fit at shooting guard for so long. They have. Uh, Porter Jr. is – I don't know how he keeps coming back from major injuries and is exactly the same – he must be used to it by now. <laughs> yeah, I mean, he's yeah. never rusty. He's He always comes out. He's hot every time. He yeah. shoots contested shots and makes them all the time. Yeah. Uh, I like his energy on the glass. He's working a lot harder rebounding the ball. He's trying to be a better defender. Yeah. It, it, and the, the, core of, the core of this team has been together for a long time. Yeah, Jokic and Murray. Yeah, Jokic, Murray. Gordon has been there for several years now. And Bones, mm-hmm. Bones Highland, they're easing into kind of more and more playing time. They're trusting him more and more. Yeah. Th- this is another this is another year. They're going to be extremely competitive. Yeah, they are. Like, again, they are. they're they're really close, as they have been for several years. But I thought with, like, injured guys coming back and trying to figure out a rotation, because looking around the league at some of the new rosters, rotation mm-hmm. seems to be a problem. Yeah. With Denver, it's it's easy. It is. It's easy. And I like what I'm seeing, man. I think they're gonna be right there in the playoffs battling, having a tough series with somebody. Yeah, I I agree. And I think Bruce Brown was such a solid pickup. He's be- even better than I thought he was as a pickup. And he's shooting better. I didn't think he was gonna shoot as good as he's shooting so far this year. Um, I knew his defense would be there. I knew he would cut, he you know, give you Bruce Brown is good for giving you like one 
um, one stat in every category every night. Like he's going to get a block. He's going to get a steal. Yeah. He's going to get a rebound. He's going to give you a big time assist and he's going to score every night. And I didn't um, even think of it like he used to get a lot of easy baskets just off KD and Kyrie. I mean, did, yeah. Jokic is like a night and day better passer than those guys. So he's probably going to get even more op- scoring opportunity now. Yeah. Yeah. And I mean, and Denver has guys who you may have to double. I like, I think sometimes on the Nets, it was because he had guys that, you know, you have to double Kyrie off the screen. Yeah. He'll still probably split you guys, but you still have to be there ready to double. You have to double KD off the picks, but um, he has guys that are such good shooters that he gets a kick. He sends a kick out and it's two guys running to Michael Porter juniors, two guys running out to KCP to Murray to Jokic and he has he has a way of like you're in a trap and you're trying to figure out who's open oh it's Bruce Brown there he is right under yeah. the basket yeah <laughs> every time so um he is a good way of getting into the open spots and even um DeAndre Jordan's playing well for them I mean Jeff Green too exactly what they want yeah Jeff Green and um Dave <laughs> Davon Reed is out there playing well for them too yeah yeah. I mean, they, they found a way to get guys that I didn't think first game. I thought they would struggle with their depth going forward. But um, with uh, Brown, Highland, um, and Reed coming in, I mean, playing really well, I have a lot more confidence in them than I did before. So I, I, I think yeah. they have a really, really good chance. Yeah, and yeah. Jokic isn't trying to score so much, which is helping them a lot. Yeah. I, you know what I think helps them a lot too is bones being a lot further along than they thought. I think like mm-hmm. now you have that luxury of Murray could do the Kawhi thing of the, the roster so complete. I could take as long as I need to, to come back to even playing starter minutes. Yeah. So yeah, their depth looks good. And also bones, how he plays, um, kind of forces Jokic to rest because him and Jokic really can't play together out there at the same time because he handles the ball so much. Yeah. Bones does. And I think that was a chemistry problem with Jokic at times in the past. And I don't know if I'm not sure if Malone is even addressing it on purpose, but it just so happened is working out that okay, Bones comes in, he's not he's a on ball player. Like he's not an off ball yeah. player at all by any means. So, okay, let's sit Jokic down and let Bones cook with the other yeah. guys. And they've moved the ball well and everything. And Jokic is only averaging 20 so far in the season. I mean, he'd be at 40, almost 40 now, like, you know, in the past. Exactly. Trying in these kind of games that they're in close games. Um, yeah, they're getting a lot more balanced to how they were when they were really, really good. I think the last – when was Grant there? Four years ago? Bubble. Bubble was his last. He left after the bubble. The bubble year with Millsap, Grant, and the year before that, I think that they had found a really balanced scoring kind of offense that they had. But since then, it just went completely out the window. And is this mm-hmm. Jokic gets however many points he can get. And if I'm if he's doubled or if he's getting trapped. He finds guys, and then that's his assist. And that was it for the last two or three years. Um, and now 
I'm seeing like it's Jokic is getting out of the offense. He's getting out of the way of Michael Porter Jr. out of Gordon's way a lot more than he has in the past. And he's not yeah. getting he's not going crazy with his stats, which I think I'm not gonna accuse him of stat chasing, but there was times where it's like, all right, you didn't have to pass that. You could have just laid that up, or um, you know, he he'll he'll draw to get somebody that um you know he'll he'll get a mismatch he could just score it but he dishes it off to easy layup right and that's okay but um in the past it was more egregious that he was looking for stats than it is so far at least to yeah me. yeah so i mean even more guys are getting the rebounding responsibilities michael Ford jr and gordon are both at six over six rebounds and that didn't even happen in the past so they look yeah, good. I, it, it looked really, really, really good. Really strong. Nice, strong team. All right. Um, let's talk about Boston. Hmm. <laughs> why that? Why Why the... Uh, I'm just... I feel like... I'm not surprised that they start, they're starting off well. I'll say that. Uh-huh. Tatum looks like he got a little bit better. I, that's a big... Uh, a seemingly big difference. Yeah. He, he looks – honestly, that's the only meaningful difference that I've seen so far. It's Tatum look better. He looks – it's not even really better. It's he looks more comfortable picking his spots. Mm-hmm. It's not, you know, forced a bunch of tough shots versus no shots at all. He's he's actually improved basic things like hitting spot ups. Yeah, yes. Like now, and and I honestly, just off that, his shot selection looks way better. It does. Because now it he's does. having more efficient games. Now he's coming off a couple makes when he's taking like the tough turnarounds or the contested pull ups. Mm-hmm. He looks a little bit stronger, which he's shown essentially every year. Yeah. I mean, beyond that, Boston's roster, we we knew what it was. We knew their additions would be good. We knew yep. that their coaching difference would at most show in the playoffs. Mm-hmm. You know, mm-hmm. so I'm not really surprised by much with them. No, me either. Um, they look stacked like we kind of figured they would look. And um, they're playing they're playing really, really good. I mean, they're going at teams, and it just seems like they have like a never-ending wealth of buckets on the team. Like it's just they just don't run out of guys who can score, and you know some come out, and then more guys come in, and just someone else starts scoring a lot. Um, it's still top-heavy, of course, with Brown and Tatum, but uh, those guys they're definitely getting a lot more easy shots than we've seen in the past yeah. that they really struggled in last season, the whole season last season. But yeah, yeah, their their balance looks like it's gotten better and better. Yeah, it does. It does. I mean, and like we... Brogdon, Brogdon surprised me just that first game with all the mid range. He couldn't hit an open three, but anytime he got in the mid range, it was a bucket. Yep. And just the fact that he got into the mid range was right. was something that they needed because they really didn't even have that on the team last season. Right. Um, Derek White is really a drive all the way to the basket or nothing kind of guy. Um, smart is a get too far under the basket and make a bad pass kind of guy, but 
those guys, neither of them really have a stop. I can score here, you know, where the defense has to react to them as soon as they get inside the three-point line. Brogdon has that for sure, and he yeah. can make a play from it. Oh, and, and another reason, even if they would struggle offensively, you know what they showed first game? That they're probably the best defense in the league. Yes. Like that, that's what shocked me that opening night, like their defense hasn't dropped off like a, a single bit. It hasn't. Which is just elite, honestly. It's it's really elite because their best defensive player isn't even back yet. Yeah. So, I mean. Well, well, smart is there, but just the way yeah. they switch on the perimeter, to me, yeah. like that's what a lot of teams want to do but they're not mm-hmm. they don't have the full roster of defenders like Boston does. Right. And and I was I'm talking about Robert Williams as being like their best team defender. Yeah. Smart's the best Smart obviously is the best individual defender but to have a team defense and you don't have your sh- main shot blocker I mean, yeah. you know. I mean Robert Williams was a defensive player of the year candidate last year too. He just didn't play enough games. I know. And, so, and Tatum and Brown like as their responsibilities have gotten more selective, you see them improving defensively again every year. Yeah, you do. Yeah. 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 And um, their shot distribution is great. I mean, even guys that you wouldn't even think would be getting shots like Vonley is getting looks. Hauser is getting looks when they're out there. Obviously, when Robert Williams comes back, they probably don't get as many minutes. They get more yeah. creative with the roster. Um, but, I also don't think uh, Grant. There's no way Grant Williams stays this hot. Yeah, no, I doubt it. He's been like scorching high. He's shooting like 50, 60 yes. percent or something. Yeah, he's been he's been playing really, really good, and he's he gives them such a spark off the bench, man. For someone yeah. who really isn't like a, you know, really isn't that great of a player, <laughs> he's good. But I mean, yeah. to give him that much of a spark is impressive. I will say Boston when big baby and like Leon Poe was there, they kind of had that same thing where those guys Mm -hmm. weren't really good, but just the way they would run the way they would like make a hustle play right when you needed it. Yeah. Grant Williams is exactly that. Like he'll get a stop when you're taking all the momentum, he'll hit a a tough shot. Like when you're kind of struggling to make shots. Yeah. Boston looks good. Yeah. He'll get the, he's, like 250 and he'll get a random uh charge to yeah. get like the most important charge call yeah. in the game and no one in the league should be able to knock him over and, and <laughs> from the last playoff run to now like he's finally looking like okay i understand why you're putting him in all the elite players as like the the go-to get a stop guy yeah where before i used to clown them for that like why would you keep doing this right right but right. that experience is paying off yeah, it is big time, big time. All right. Uh, let's see who else. Let's talk about the Wizards, man. Yeah, can't believe you. Uh, can't believe you waited this long. No, nah, I mean I don't want to, you know, get too crazy. Five games, four games into the season, but our yeah, depth look- looks so good, dude. That's really is- that's what I've been uh, disappointed with the most the last couple years is like having seemingly solid players. And then the bench comes in and gets destroyed or Mm -hmm. like somebody, two guys are out of the lineup. So now the rotation's fucked entirely. Mm -hmm. Uh, Finally, the the depth is there. There's guys who've been in the league for an extended period of time. 
There's good balance with young players. The leadership looks good. The coaching looks good. Like, this is why I don't want to talk about them because I can't really be too objective. I'll tell you my favorite part. Rui is being aggressive, and he is playing like someone who should be on this team. And last season, even though he didn't play much of last season, I don't think. Yeah, first half um, he was out. Right. He just – when he came back, he was really stiff. I didn't know what position he played, but I wanted to. Like, like um, there's a lot of guys who are positionless. But he was positionless, and I felt like he needed to be in a position so he could yeah. do something. But this year, I don't care what position he's in because he's out there doing something all the time. He's he's getting a really good block. He's being aggressive on offense. He He's recognizing ma- uh, mismatches where he'll catch it mid-post, and if you're a guard, Rui's going at you. And last season, he wouldn't do that. Right. He'd get it, and like – he just hold the ball over his head and look around. Oh, nobody's open. Okay, maybe I should back this guy down. No, just it, he the rip through and go into the basket is his thing now, and it looks great. Yeah. Um, he's getting a lot of rebounds too. Uh, Porzingis, you guys, you found a way to involve Porzingis. He's healthy so far. He's healthy so far, and he, and he's involved with the rest of the team and it's not like it's Porzingis and the team or the team and Porzingis is out there now it's the Wizards are out there and I'll tell you the biggest thing for Porzingis is he looks like a great fit with Beal he does Uh, and that's really all he needed to be Beal has done a great job of like also picking his spots when to kind of take command of the offense and you see the the desire of like every time there's a run to to make or recover from Beal wants to run like a two-man play with him. Yeah. And and that's yeah. that building that confidence already is is you know, I, I kind of was surprised Dallas didn't do more of this, to be honest. Mm-hmm. But yeah. it, it looks great with Beal so far. Dallas doesn't have anyone who moves without the ball as well as Beal, yeah. which is one one thing because they run that like um I don't know what the action is called in basketball terms, but is when Porzingis is at the, at the top of the key, they throw it to him, and basically they like do like a a weave around him, like someone yeah. someone goes in front of him, someone goes behind him, and like they go back and forth, and just using him as a, um, you know, as a screen while he's holding the ball because he's seven four, no one can reach to the ball, right? <laughs> like so, their spacing looks really good off of just that. It does. It looks great. And then Beal either goes to the basket or he has a chance to get a jumper and it just it it works. He works in that um that action. Uh and it does look great. And they do it with Kuzma too. It's like Kuzma and Beal come and just alternate off of Orzingis yeah. just being a big body. Yeah, it, they look great, man. I mean, uh, Monty I... has kind of played better than I thought he would. Mm-hmm. Uh, Delon Wright has played much better than I thought he would. Delon Will Barton has fit right in. He looks great. Yep. I mean, you yep. got Gafford coming off the bench, like using. There's a lot of guys around the league who are using their fouls not wisely. And right. Gafford is yeah. like he's coming out there to throw them out essentially. Yeah, and it, it's given us like a different element because him and Porzingis are so different. Yeah. 
but the rim protection is almost sustained just because of the size. Yep. So yep. It, it the rotation looks great. It looks like you guys find Gaffer every time somebody scores on him. Yeah. Like if you say, look, if someone gets a layup on you, we're taking 10 grand. And so he goes out there and goes for every block. Yeah. He hacks <laughs> everything. He's not letting anyone get not letting anyone score on him at all. I like yeah. that about him though. Yeah. Um, they're fun, man. They're a fun team to watch. I, I hope they make it to the playoffs so we could see more of them. See against they're another see them against a really good team. They're another like Portland team where like I think they're capable of proving that they're this good, but mm-hmm. I would like for the basketball world, because I'll be watching them almost every night, but, you know, other people won't get a chance to see them as often. Yeah. Yeah. And the Wizards historically don't get too many primetime games, even when they're good. True. True. Um, We have to talk about Memphis. Memphis is coming out pretty hot. Um. You know, I mean, three and one, but hot as in how they're playing. Bain and Morant playing fantastic. Morant looks like, you know, the most electrifying player in the league. No surprise. He's leading the league in scoring. No surprise. And Jaron Jackson is not fully healthy. It's uh, wow. Surprise. I'm shocked. Right. No surprise there either. Um, their depth may not be quite as good as it was in the past with Melton out there. I mean, with Melton not out there for them. Um, they look solid, man. They're getting a lot of TV time, which is cool. Uh, how do you feel about them so far? I actually am not as sold on them as no? they kind of seem, I guess. Yeah, because I I didn't really look. I thought. I mean, granted, I the only game I fully watched was the one loss where they got cooked by Dallas. Yeah, uh, and they got I cooked. I will say Morant looks better. Mm-hmm. Uh, Morant looks a lot more in control of the offense rather than trying to get a highlight. Yeah, uh, he looks like he's playing to his strengths again more than just being reckless. Mm-hmm. Uh, he's. Not not gambling also. He's kind of, again, he's just under control more, which I think helps them a, a ton. Mm-hmm. But to me, I mean, yeah, Bain went off, but it was against by far the worst defense in the league. And we'll get to that. <laughs> we will get to that. Yeah. But again, he went off. You know, I was told I was told he was wide open all the time. He was. Last I checked, all he proved last year was that he's one of the best shooters in the league. If he's open <laughs> and and you left him wide open. Okay. I just, I don't get that. Yeah. The strategy doesn't really make sense, but credit to him. I I saw him doing stuff like this last year. Yeah. yeah. You know, he hit a lot of shots. Like he he'll do that. He'll do that again. I do mm-hmm. think their depth looks a little bit worse. Yeah. And I just think a lot of their lesser role players are so their roles are so specific like mm-hmm. they get caught out there with Morant just carrying everything they do. Similar to kind of the criticism you have with Jokic, it almost looks yeah. like he's stat chasing. Yeah, and, and I started out with positive, and all I said was that they came out hot and they have, but my problem with Morant is Morant takes a lot of shots. 
And and not the shots that are like empty stat shots, not the shots that will show up in the field goals. Morant attacks a lot, and it he doesn't have to attack that much. He gets fouled a lot, so yeah. it won't you won't see how many shots he really takes in yes. the stats because he gets he's fouled. On, a lot he's earning like ten free throws a night minimum. Minimum, and a lot of times because he drives so hard, you know the foul is at the three point line. And he's at the, you know, he's shooting a layup, but it was on the ground foul because he took off from the free throw line, basically, you know. Yeah. So it he he does a lot. And sometimes I when you're watching Memphis, it just feels like you're just watching Ja play. Like, you know, and I get the Iverson comparison with how um electrifying they are in the highlights, but People who watch a full game of Memphis and, you know, the highlights always look great for job. But when you watch a full game, you get the comparison even more because this dude is out there being a one man team for yes. most of the game. Yes. Most and of the game. The only real problem is just that they look predictable. They do. And, and this was this is what I said in the preview. I think that really good teams are going to they're going to be ready for the paint touch kickout that job plays and. I mean, there's no you can't win a championship only being a paint touch kickout team. Yeah, Harden tried it, and it you know he tried it a lot, a lot of, of years. years. Yeah, and it didn't work. Yeah, um, other teams have tried it and just does not. The Clippers tried it, it didn't work. You know, let's get to the paint. It's either a lob or a three. It's not going to work for you know 16 games in no. the playoffs. No. Um. So, I do think that's something that's going to have to change. I think. They're gonna have to have an an emerging, more ball dominant, like second player for them, because uh, it can't just be Ja having one of the highest usage rates, a top five usage rate in the league. Is it's not gonna yeah. work for this? And the crazy thing is, I think they're gonna win a lot of games regardless. Like oh, yeah. there's a there's a very good chance they're a top four seed, just oh, off sure. the fact that they're playing forty one home games. Like they'll yep. probably be like 30 and 11 in those. <laughs> so, yeah, yeah. I, I can't believe I'm even thinking this, to be honest, but I think Dylan Brooks needs to get back healthy and more aggressive for them. I agree. I agree. Like, they played better when he was a full time Robin, like a real Robin. Yeah. And it was team. he was a mess of a Robin, <laughs> but yeah. he still was a Robin. Yeah. And that's where, like, I, I don't like any of their guys forcing anything. And that's to me again, like if you tunnel jaw and, and take the ball out of his hands, I mean, Bain looked horrible against Dallas. Mm-hmm. Horrible. I'm like, dude, I, I hate that he's even dribbling. Right. So I just I need to see some kind of dynamic where they could play without jaw being the MVP. Yeah, and and one more thing about jaw. And this is not a negative to him, but it's kind of just the tough thing about having a point guard that is that drives a lot. When I, you know, growing up as a point guard, you're always taught if someone shoots, you're the person who gets back. You have to get back on defense. You you pass it. You're at the top of the key. You get back. When Ja is laying on the ground under the basket, mismatches all over. They're playing five on four on the other end, and or the fast break is. An easy one, a quick one, because your fastest guy on, on your roster is laying on the floor under the basket. Or and you know who dominates that so more far than under anyone? The basket. Who, who dominates that more than anyone? The Golden State Warriors. 
Oh yeah, it's a three. Like you're you're done. <laughs> you're done. You might yeah. as well jog back because you're already the three's already going up by the time you're at half court. Yeah, and you know, and the Mavericks use it pretty well too because Luca is usually the guy getting the rebound, right. and it, he just makes one pass, and it's a layup or it's a three or it's it's just an easy bucket. And yeah, you give up a lot of easy buckets because this team is not really a fast team. There's no one else on this team you would consider as even a top. 20 fastest in their position not even close um so it's just a it's a situation where you have your guy who takes a lot of shots in the paint that means he's the furthest away from the other basket to give up your your most athletic guy and he doesn't get the blocks when he's the guy laying it up all the blocks come from his turnovers most of the time yeah so i think they're gonna have a tougher time if if they keep playing like this Again, they're still going to be a, a lot of win team, but yeah. like whoever they play in the first round, it'll be a much tougher challenge for them. It will. Yeah. Um, I, I agree. I agree. Cause they obviously could still outscore people and Ja is still, don't get me wrong. Every, everything negative I'm saying about Ja is not, there's a good chance he'll be the MVP. So yeah, like, I'm not taking anything away. I, I put him as my MVP favorite right. for this year. So I'm not saying that he's not good or that, he's not going to be a good player. He's not going to still dominate the league, but it's you can dominate the league and have small things that keep you away from being a championship level team. Yeah. Westbrook's done it. Harden's done it. Of Jokic course. has done it. CP. So CP has done it. Yeah. I mean, guys who have been the best player in the league, but just maybe that's not what, t- what it takes to win for your team. That's it. Yeah. But to your point, they're going to win a lot of games this season because their are defense is really good too. And, and their it defense, is. I've seen it be really, really high level. I don't know if there's a team other than the Warriors, obviously, that can go on runs that are as explosive as uh, Memphis can. Yeah, because they'll go with Bain hitting four threes in a quarter. Brooks hits two threes. Jack Jaron Jackson may hit a three, and Jaw has two like 360s and it's kind of like 360 in the alley-oop in the same yeah, quarter dude. and you're like what just happened yeah like it feels and like bane, he just played a whole game bane is one of those like he's actually similar to clay where every time the game is messy he finds shots yeah he does and i'm like yeah. dude like like there, there has i know we talked about this in practice like yo we can't lose bane he's a specialist like we can't give up hella shots to this guy and every time they play in transition, they find Bane or or Bane runs off some split uh, split screen and he's wide open. Yep, yep. So, their coach, I think their coach is is actually really good. I do too. I think he's getting the most out of this roster. I don't, yeah. I'm, I'm, I look around at these guys and I don't think there's one player on this team that could be playing better. I think that they're, they're all playing to their peak. Other yeah. than I think Brooks, you know, is. There's health issues why they're not playing well, but when they're all healthy, I think they play to the absolute best of their ability, the whole team. Yeah. And that's more than I could say for most teams. In the Other league. than Bain, they could shoot a little better too. I think uh, Conchar hasn't really been hitting shots. Uh, yeah, but some of the other guys have been a little cooler than last year, which again, it's not as like yeah. that'll be hot and cold all year. But were they hot last year or were they just shooting as good as they could shoot? You, you know what I mean? Like, were they shooting better than their their ability last year or are now they're shooting bad you know what i'm saying yeah that's why i think it's 50 50 like we'll, yeah, we'll see just, good and bad maybe contra just 
Jimmy Contra just can't shoot. And last year he just was shooting well. Like, you know, I like, I like the way he shoots. So I, I think he's all right. No, I, I like him too. I like him too. I like their, I like their bench in general. Uh, they have a good culture too. Another, another, they have so many reasons why they should be successful that it's, it's like impossible not to like them, honestly. Yeah, it is. It is. Yeah. Uh, I, I agree. Um, shout out to Santi Aldama for them who, has looked fantastic for them, just completely random. I he's from Spain, um, but he's come in for them this year is like having like these Gallinari moments for them, like random, huge jumper, like two or three mismatches, ISOs in a row. Like, yeah, he's played really well for them. Um, I'm not sure if they found the spot for him yet, but when they do, I, I'm excited to see what he does for them too. Um, is it negative time? Oh, uh, I, I mean, there's no need to deep dive, but the Warriors, no doubt, are the best team in basketball. I think it's yeah, win or lose, they're the best team in basketball. Yeah. I thought they would kind of, I thought maybe the pool Draymond thing would make them a little sluggish. Maybe, maybe the ring ceremony would have them relaxed. We both uh, look better, <laughs> but they, yeah, pool looks better, Draymond looks better, Wigan. Wiggins, yeah. who I thought peaked in the finals, looks better. Uh, yeah, Steph, like Clay looks, Clay looks kind of like still he's still struggling to get back, but that's a yeah. great problem to have because he's still liable to get twenty and a quarter. Yeah, I mean you still can't leave him. He's no he's less of never, a threat than he was. Never, yeah. yeah, that's 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 why they're so like unstoppable. Their young guys look great too. So yeah. you know they're. Good luck to the West, man. It's going to be tough. <laughs> yeah, I, I will say Wiggins isn't shooting quite as good as he did last season. That's but okay. It picked up a little bit later in last season anyway. So come Christmas, hopefully he's shooting better. He's um, another guy like Grant to me that like his athleticism should show all the time. Mm-hmm. And it finally is. It is, yeah, for sure. Especially defensively, sure. which is just great. Yeah. Um I think that they're going to have to find some consistency off their bench. Uh, I said before the season started, the bench was my only worry. And it. It's fine. Jordan Poole's still coming off of it. So we're good. Poole still looks great, but they're still everyone other than Poole is completely inconsistent. So I think they're going to have to find something because last year you knew what you were getting out of uh, Gary Payton second. You knew what you were getting out of Otto Porter most of the time. You either knew what you were getting or you might be surprised with him playing better. But now I'm more surprised with the guys not playing good um, that come off the bench. But, again, it's early for them. And they're a team that always gets better as the season goes along. But, so. but you know what's great? Like, the way they move the ball, Wiseman hasn't even played well, and he looks like a flawless fit. Yeah. Yeah. The guys the, still look like they fit well. Yeah. Yeah. And I think DiVincenzo is a guy who's going to play much better as the season goes on. Yeah, because he's, I mean, he's out. He was out last night with the injury, so yeah. he's still coming back, too. Yeah, he's struggling. Um, yeah. Kaminga's going to get in his role. He's going to get some highlights and start feeling himself a little more. Um, I think Jermichael Green hits more shots in the playoffs than he does in the regular season anyway. Um, so, yeah, I, I, they'll pick it up. They'll pick it up. Looney's a playoff guy, too. He plays better in, in the yeah. big moments. Looney's still... Uh... 
I mean, KG said it, and I seen the clip on social media that he's just a hustle machine. Like he'll dive seven times, he'll fall on the floor eight times, and be right there setting a screen for Steph next play. Yep, yep, sure will. Um, any other positives? Let's get all the positives out of the way. Hmm. Um. I mean, not really. I, I don't really see it being sustained, but the Spurs are playing very hard. Yeah, they're playing hard. Yep. Yep. Uh, Devin Vassell looks pretty, looks like a guy to keep an eye on. Mm-hmm. <clears throat> very uh, streaky shooter, very explosive. Yeah. Yep. Um, Pelicans look really good. Yeah. Really, really good. And they're not even, again, another team not even close to healthy. They've, they got guys getting hurt already, and that's that happens. I mean, it happens with this team for sure, but um, I'm not surprised by that. But, man, they're clicking on all cylinders, man. Everybody looks good. And I don't know how Willie Green finds a way to put these guys out there and look flawless every night. I never see anyone out there looking like they're playing bad. No I'm, I'm convinced bad Alvarado would be horrible on, like – 28 of the 30 teams he's great for them and he's just great, great. just great and he really isn't even a point guard and they have a playing like backup point guard and it works i know i know it works dyson daniels the draft pick i mean he's smooth for them he cuts so well he gets out in the um an open court he's long uh naji marshall who i did not i really didn't think would be good comes out there plays hard and just hits big shots um, you know, I, I'm not, I can't go down the whole list, but they just look good, man. Trey Murphy looks fantastic. Yeah. Herb Jones I, I really good didn't too. think he was going to be great. Yeah. Herb Jones looks great. Um, yeah, they missed three starters and still got an easy dub last night. I mean, easy. I mean, it got close at the end, but it was an easy dub. Uh, yeah. So. No surprise though, because we had them on the rise in, in our preview. So, yeah, and I think we call them having CJ, who's been like a high level scorer for so many years, just mm-hmm. kind of steadies. Like again, with roster issues, when health guys in and out of the lineup, having a guy like CJ is huge. CJ has been the best player on low talent teams. I'm I'm not calling them low talent. I'm just saying their talent isn't as high as. You know, some of the other teams, they don't have a bunch of all-stars. Yeah. So when, especially when their three best players, three of their starters are out, three out of their top five best players are out. CJ has been the guy on a team with lower talent his whole life. Since college, he was the man on his team. So he knows what it takes to be that, what you're talking about, that leader, that um, vocal leader, the, if I get scoring, everyone's going to get on my, you know, get on with me kind of player. He knows what he's doing, and um, especially being the vet on a young team. I mean, he he looks great, man. He looks great. I'm really impressed with how he's been for them. Yeah. Because I honestly did not think it was going to work with him at the point. I didn't think it was going to work having him as one of your go-to scorers, but works good, man. Willie Green, Coach of the Year, is coming. It's coming. Uh, let's see what else? Clippers. Do you have positive or negative for the Clippers? They're doing exactly what I didn't want them to do, so not really. 
was that? I, I don't want to watch a full season of like roster science. Yeah. And then we get to the playoffs. Oh, this lineup has played so many. I don't give a shit. Yeah. That's I that's I'm not I'm promise you I'll come on here and rant if ESPN tries to pull some nonsense like that again. Like PG is great enough. Kawhi, however fucking many minutes he's playing, is great enough. There shouldn't yeah. be any concerns. Yeah. So I mean, again, their depth is one of the best in the league. No surprise there. Mm-hmm. Wall looks good. No, no real crazy surprise there. Yeah. I, mean, I don't know why people are surprised by that. They have only easily the best because... wing depth in the league. They do, yeah. yeah. But yeah, to your point, Wall was good last year. Yeah, he just didn't play because the Rockets didn't want him to. Not because he couldn't. I know. He came out of the gates eating. They're acting like he's like uh, Ben Simmons, like recovering all year. Like, nah, he's been back. Yeah, he was just chilling. <laughs> just waiting for his contract to be up. Yeah. Um, yeah, I could, I'm with you. Um, I think that they're not loving some of the shots they're taking to start out, but I, I get it. They are experimenting. Um, this whole, like, Marcus Morris is, like, our third, like, uh, they're using him as he's, like, their third mismatch guy in the lineup. I don't really that like that. <laughs> but now, better, for better or worse. But now they have everybody, and now they have an actual point guard on the team, so it, it looks worse now. Because when Morris did it before, Morris was like the ball mover. Yeah. Um, like he had to make plays for them before. Now he doesn't have to make plays; he just has to score and play defense. But now they still give it to him in ISOs, which is just kind of strange. But see, and I guess to make a bigger picture point, real quick about them, I, mm-hmm. I look at Dallas, who you know. I don't really think it's playing that great, but not they're not playing bad. Mm-hmm. I know when they get to the playoffs, Finney Smith knows exactly what he's gonna do every night. Mm-hmm. I don't I hate looking at Norman Powell and seeing that he has no fucking clue how he's gonna contribute on that day. Yeah. Batum, same thing. Covington, same thing. Like that that's exactly what I didn't want. That's what's mm-hmm. going to make their roster look horrible, even though it's much better than whoever they're playing. This is Lou's biggest flaw, by the way, because he does this on every team yeah. that I've noticed. So even the the Cavs. I hate I hate that they have the best wing rotation in the league, and we'll probably see it for like a month or two, knowing how they manage minutes and and how their their top two guys, you know, stay healthy. Yeah. Yeah, and for those who do think that Wall was out, he's the only one that's not load managing. Like if he if he was out because he couldn't play, he'd be he out there for ten minutes a night. Yeah, he's he's out there. He wishes he could play the whole night. No, like no. if he could, he would be playing the whole night. But yeah, man, they're they're definitely top three depth in the league. But if you don't use it, it doesn't matter. You know, or if the guys come in and don't do what they're supposed to do or contribute how you want them to, it doesn't matter. Um, but I'm excited for him. I'm still excited. I, I will say the the game that I did see Kawhi play in, has Kawhi played? He's played two games, right? Two out of the four. Yeah. Um, the game I did see, 
I get they were trying to get him back in into the mix, but um, I hope that he can find a way to still get others involved, as in, like, uh, he doesn't have to be the the ball-dominant solo possession guy anymore. Definitely not anymore, because now yes. they have guards. Because really, he hasn't – I mean, he's really only barely played with Reggie Jackson. Like when, yeah. right? Not even a full season with Reggie. He, right? he, when he was playing with Reggie, Reggie was washed. Nobody cared about Reggie. I mean, they got Reggie the season that Kawhi got hurt, right? Yeah. Yeah. So he hasn't even played a full season with him. So he really hasn't played with a guard on the team. So um, it, he doesn't have to do that. And he started out doing it right away and it didn't look good at all. But by the end of the game, I think he's he started really moving the ball more and being the off ball player that when he's the off ball guy, he's basically unstoppable. Yeah. So um, we'll see how that plays out. I hope it works. I hope they don't just go to it because they're in adversity. I hope in adversity, they don't just go, all right, Kawhi take over. Cause that's not his game. And they, yes. he has never really been a winner like that. So. And to we'll your point, I, now that I'm thinking about it, like, when Kawhi played, Kennard was significantly worse than what he is now. Yeah. Uh, Zubac was significantly worse than what he is now. Yeah. So that adjustment, like, I hate it. Should I don't mind it taking a month or like maybe even two months. But with, yeah. when, when, you're, when you're coming off the bench one night, you're not playing the next two nights. Exactly. Then you're playing all of a sudden, you're in 38 minute land which you only last two weeks doing that. Yeah. The stability won't be there and you'll get to the playoffs and you'll lose to the teams that play the same lineups all year that play, that have the same play style all year, like Dallas, like Phoenix, uh, like Denver, any of those teams who are like significantly more consistent at what they do. Yeah. And Kawhi would be out there trying to take 30 shots and he doesn't have to. Right. At all. Meanwhile, Jokic has taken 30 shots, and the Nuggets have played like it all year, so they're ready for it. Exactly. Exactly. And, and that's the biggest, that's the biggest issue because then you you your depth really be will really be wasted because useless. Yep. Yeah. Because you're playing Kawhi ball, and that's not that's just not what you need now. That's all. Yeah. Um, and even man wasn't as good as wasn't the kind of player he is now. Yeah. He's definitely improved too. Uh, you know, he had 40 points, some yeah, 40 man. point games while I was gone. I just, I'm at, I'm at the point, I don't even know what I want from Paul George because I really don't want him playing like an MVP either. Like, I, I want to see He'll this. play better when he does, though, than when he doesn't. Well, then better than Kawhi, absolutely. Yeah. But yeah. To me, I just want to see this roster's potential. This shouldn't be, <laughs> this shouldn't be like Milwaukee where it's Giannis just dominating. Like, yeah. It really shouldn't be like that. They're too good at moving the ball. And they're not going to win games. Like Giannis can win games like that, but right. I don't think Kawhi can win games like that. They can't win like games now. like Jason Tatum can or, right. or or any Jimmy Butler, for example. Right. Yeah. Yeah. Um, excited to see what they do. I, I, I hope that they get more TV games. I think they will. But um, I hope Kawhi plays in their fucking TV games. 
Probably not. Don't bet on it. I'm not. I'm hoping. Hoping. That's it. Yeah. I um and I was wrong. I haven't seen Atlanta play yet, but um I've seen the highlights, seen you know the recaps and stuff, and they look they Ooh. look good. They sound good. I'm ready. Yeah, I, we'll give Atlanta some time because I also haven't seen them on a primetime game yet. Yeah. Um Cleveland, I have seen two of their games, and Donovan Mitchell looks dominant. And I think that he's better than they thought he would be. Yeah. Um, I think that they thought, oh, he was on the jazz, they played a certain kind of game. And when I say they, I mean the media or people who are were kind of interested or intrigued by the trade. He's eating, man. I mean, he's automatic. He's someone that is the best player on a team, and he's showing that whatever team I go to, I can be the best player on the team. I can be yeah. the best guard on the team. I can be the ball distributor, leading the team in assists. Whatever you need, Donovan can do. And that's why, you know, to me, he's the best combo guard in the league and doesn't get enough credit yeah. for it. But um, Garland, I mean – I think Garland poked his eye out, got his eye poked out in the first game. Yeah. So it makes me more seen... curious to see how he fits. Yeah. Yeah. Cause we haven't even seen it, seen them right. at full strength. And Donovan's been playing point guard and they've been winning. They haven't lost since he's started at point guard. They're three and oh since Garland went out. Yeah. I, I will say Mobley doesn't look like better so far. And it's early. It's not aggressive. He's doing uh, that Rui, the thing that Rui did yeah. last year. He's just out so, there, like looks like he does. He doesn't even want to be out there, almost. Right. Uh, but it, their their depth looks good, man. Uh, the, and their depth is not like maybe not skill wise they're good, but they're all just competitors. They're competitors, and they got a competitor leading them. I, I think Donovan being out there with some of those guys makes them a lot better. Yeah. Because he's someone. Because he's such a good scorer, he finds people. I mean, wide open for really good shots. I know. And then it, and Rubio's not even back. Another point guard that can find anybody that they're gonna have soon. Um, I mean, hopefully soon. Not sure, not even sure about that. Hopefully soon. Um, Levert and Donovan look better together than I thought they would. I I thought that was gonna be an issue, but it looks great. Um, but yeah, to like you said, Evan Mobley just has to be more aggressive. He has to be. Yeah, man. If he wants to reach their potential, he has to be. I feel like, like, I don't want to freak out when Jared Allen gets in foul trouble in game two. You know what I mean? Yep. And and right now, like, I like Robin Lopez, but if Jared Allen was hacking, Robin's coming in and doing the same thing. Yeah. So if if Jared Allen can't guard somebody, Robin definitely can't. <laughs> right. So so yeah. that's that's where I'm hoping Mobley gives him a little bit more front court versatility. I, I don't need him to be their definitive third option. I think Donovan is so good. You don't really need that. No, you don't. But he's got to be consistent yeah. in in yeah. some way. Yeah, and an, another person. I mean, Love comes in for him and brings in a completely different style of game that yeah. you want to be able to have the different style of game because right yeah. now it's like we have nothing there, and then Love comes in. We have to play like you know, with Love being four out, one in most of the time. And, and um, love because he's played so well. They they're like kind of they nervously almost leave him out there too long sometimes. Yeah, yeah. They're like, all right, well, Mobley wasn't doing anything, so <laughs> right. And that's that's there, why I'm like, I get it because Mobley's like you said, not doing anything, and he's yeah. got to step up. 
Yeah, he has to. We don't want Kevin out there for 30 minutes a night, not at his age and not for what he does, because he can't, really can't guard anybody. Nah, uh, he tries. And Mobley, to his credit, he tries. Right, he does try. And Mobley has to get – he has to get a post touch, has to get some post buckets here and there. It has to be yeah. at least a lob threat, because I don't even see him, like, on the rolls. It's he like just, like, short, disappears. He just, yeah, he just stands in the short corner. He's not really in a rebounding position. Right. can't cut anywhere it's 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 I'm, I'm gonna give him a slight pass because it's just so early but it is something to keep an eye on yeah and he hasn't played with someone who is this who can take as many shots as donovan has either so it, i i think when you play with someone like that it is a little bit jarring like okay whoa he could score from anywhere on the court where should i be i need to get out of his way because he may dunk on the whole team like what you know i i can understand that piece of it because it, it probably is interesting to play with someone like that and not knowing where you're supposed to be but yeah he got to work that out with coach i mean because as a player you if you you know when you played a game you didn't do anything and you, yeah you know you want to say yo coach how can i get more involved i didn't really get enough shots let's look at the film or should i be on that you know let's work with donovan so obviously that happens throughout this season and um when garland comes back it's going to be probably even more spacing so it's a lot to work on but um they look really really good man donovan is someone that another guy you play with you never feel like you're out of the game i i never know um you have a lot of confidence in a scorer like him because you can beat anybody with him out there yeah so uh they're exciting though i really like i really 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 like that team um Positives, positives, last positives. Uh, I guess I don't have any more positives. I'm out of definitive positives. Yeah. Um, Luca like looks good. She... Luca looks good. Shout out to Dallas. Luca looks good. Christian Wood looks good. Looks yeah. great. Looks great. Um, he has to keep it for a whole game, but he, he does look great. Chicago looks really good. Um, but we knew they'd look good. Uh, another team. The depth is just is working. I mean, it and we we did have questions about it, but it, it's looking really good against some really good teams too. Um, yeah. All right, let's get to it, man. Brooklyn, let's go, with Brooklyn. Oh man, I did not think we were gonna start there. Let's go, with Brooklyn, man. Oh, where to begin with Brooklyn, man? Whew. Uh, I'll start. Okay, hit me. Unless you you got something? No, I, I I'd like to think about it for a second. Go ahead. I watched two of Brooklyn's games, and I gotta say they have the worst team defense I've seen in a really long time in basketball. And I've seen worse teams with worse defenders, but the amount of guys that get wide open, that get wide open cuts, that cut in front of guys. I mean, you know, I wasn't even someone that guarded those kind of positions that would cut. And I was even taught not to let anyone cut in front of your face. That's like, that's like, that's like first week of practice stuff. Yes. And like, people are cutting right in front of everybody. Dude, so, I'm shocked at the fact that they're so clear cut the worst. That's, that's what surprises me. Like, I knew they'd be bad. Everybody knew they'd be bad. They've been bad. Yeah. 
but like aw- like historically awful. For me, they are. I, I you mean, know, I, hey, absolutely. I haven't watched all basketball, but from the basketball I've seen, I have not seen a team play this bad of defense Bro, against. I, is KD gonna check anything like? A single cut? Is he gonna box out once? Is he, he just gonna the ball? He just stands there, bro. I, he's got to be one of the worst, like individual defensive players in the league right now. Yeah, I'd like to see the advanced stats on that. I don't know how to find them, but I'm sure someone will pull it up and say KD's advanced statistics on defense. He's like, bro, whatever, bro. Yeah. Can you not blade? Like, can you like kind of shuffle your feet around or something? He just literally stands there. It's the I'm like, yo, Nash, like, we don't say anything about this at all, ever. Guys go into the paint and he never gets in front of them. Like he people just drive right through the lane and Durant just watches them go by. <laughs> Bro, I thought we talked about every time we mentioned him over the summer, and we kind of praised some of their acquisitions. Yeah. Bro, Most I thought I thought again, I think a lot of people thought. Their front court would be a problem. Yeah. It's non-existent. Right. They don't even have a front court, bro. They get they don't yeah. just get out-rebounded by 30. They get outscored in second chance points by 30. You know, they're one of the only teams that start their three tallest players. <laughs> and get cooked on the glass. Yeah. I mean, no, I'm saying this as like for a depth, as far as depth goes, I don't think there's any other team. I haven't looked this up. There's no other team that starts their three tallest players on the whole roster are starting, and two of them are guards. Lynn <laughs> Simmons and, and Grant are the second and third oh, tallest and players on play, the team. And they couldn't play any smaller as a, as a team. <laughs> right. <laughs> right. Oh, like, honestly, again, like Nash being one of the worst coaches in the league doesn't surprise me at all. (laughs) Who's shocked by that? He's (laughs) he's coaching the two worst leaders in basketball. Like, what does anybody expect? Like, Nash has been publicly thrown under the bus so many times. Do you really think he goes into, like, timeout huddles? speaks like two sentences and Kyrie hears any of it no he does not at all KD's KD's blatantly not hearing anything because he's just out there doing the same shit no energy no like like yeah he gets he's still getting off but yeah he's not gonna look that horrible he's another guy I never thought I'd I could watch a guy who's only scoring look like he's stat chasing he looks like he's getting his numbers just because, just because you know, yeah. I'm still one of the best players. Like I still want to prove that I, I all, all this nonsense I threw over the summer is I'm entitled to do that. Yeah, bro, he looks atrocious to me. I know. He, again, he's still getting points, but he's not even trying to play hard. Yeah, and, and I tweeted this the other day. Um, KD just be playing king of the court mid game, like you just. All right, who's checking me one-on-one this possession? Oh, cool. I'm going to score. He scores. They go down. He just watches someone else's man blow right past him and scores. All right, just hand me the ball back. I'm going to go 
play one on one again, and it's just everyone watching him play one on one, basically. Bro, they're so awful. Kyrie's played Go well ahead. on offense. I was gonna say Kyrie has played pretty well on offense, but it's like it's just an empty, empty stat because he can get thirty. Who and, hasn't and played I, well offensively? Like every yeah. good player in the league has played all well offensively at this point. Well, yeah, most. Mm-hmm. But like honestly, no defense at all. Oh man, dude, defense I hated. I thought Royce O'Neal was trash on Utah. I was very vocal about that. I was very eager for them to get him out of the lineup all the time. Yeah, but you know one thing he never did in Utah. He never played soft or played like he he always played hard. Mm-hmm. He did. I'm, I'm looking at him in Brooklyn. It's jogging. It's He's, he's complaining to the refs? Hello? Royce O'Neal is complaining to the refs? <laughs> like, what is going on, Steve? Steve, like, you got to be doing something. Yeah. I mean, again, how can you coach when the two best players on the in the game don't listen to anything you say? I really think Patty Mills is the only player on the roster that listens to what he says. Shout out to Patty Mills, man. I hate that he re-signed. And I we do get too. to and we get Sucks. to what was supposed to be one person we haven't discussed is what was supposed to be their biggest fucking X factor. Joe Harris? Stop. Oh, <laughs> say, ben I hope you're not talking about. <laughs> I was say, I hope you're not talking about Joe Harris because he's looking too horrible too. Sorry, ass Simmons, dude. I I never yeah. thought in my after what Russell Westbrook did last year and what he's currently doing, which again we'll get to that. Yeah. I never thought yeah. another yeah. NBA player could be more embarrassing on the court. Yeah, and Ben has been worse. <laughs> He's averaging five fouls a game. <laughs> he he's an unstoppable hack box. Where did that come from? I have no idea. Dude, I, I've never I never remember him being like that. That's what I'm saying, dude. In Philly, like that's every time I watched him guard, I'm like, wow, man, he does a great job. Like he's physical without doing like hack. Like he's not hacking. Right. He's just being like a a a. Pro- Appropriately physical player trying to play good defense, which is rare in the fucking league, by the way. Yeah. Now, now we're reaching on everything. We're yeah. reaching on everything. And Ben, okay, you don't want to shoot the ball. We get it. I mean, I thought that's what you were you were working on it. Like, why are you why are you even in the gym working on it, bro? For what? 43% from the free throw line. He still can't hit a free throw. Throw and now, now layup. We're allergic to layups. Yeah, we're dumping He's... down wide open layups for Claxton. Who cares Who about Claxton getting layups, dude? Who also can't shoot free throws? <laughs> they may have the two worst free throw shooters in the league on the same team dude, starting. Ben, but Ben, it's just like it's it's a joke at this point. You really you took a fucking year off and spent no time in the lab whatsoever? <laughs> like, forget, again, forget shooting the ball. Like, we're not even, we're beyond that. We we understand you don't want to do it. You, you're too scared. It's too stressful. We get it. 
Ben, you didn't get better at any of the things you were supposed to be good at. No, really anything. <laughs> Not <laughs> That's even what's demoralizing to me. Supposed to be good at. Yeah, <laughs> he looks like he, bro. All the like the jokes and the clowning that everybody talked about him, it, he's like proving it. Like he just spent a year chilling. Yeah, it's it's honestly embarrassing. Like you're blatantly hacking, and then and then you get in the post game and you crying about the ref. Yeah, over one foul. You had five fouls before that. Yeah, what about the other five? You're not supposed to have five fouls in the third quarter anyway. Like, Dude, how can you have more fouls than shot attempts? That is sick. Yeah. That is honestly, I've never, like, again, Russ could go over the rest of the year, and, and I, it wouldn't be as embarrassing as that. Right. I agree. The Nets are, uh, the, I don't know how they figure this out. Do I think they'll win some games? Sure. But for what? Yeah, they still have a bunch of, you know, elite scorers on the team. At least at least last year when we got to the play-in, the Nets looked like the clear-cut best team in the play-in. There's oh, yeah. no shot. There's no shot they're in the play-in this year, and they're even like a, a better team than whoever they're matched up against. Yeah. And, I mean, so, even the Nets-Boston series looked like it was going to be exciting. Like, it was right. – we didn't know who was going to win. I mean, we right. – we, thought Boston would win, but we like, oh well, Brooklyn easily could win this. And I can make now this case, I would uh, never say Brooklyn that. being so horrible, like like cl- allowed Boston to peak. So now yeah. Boston's like a premier. Now look at them; they're like unstoppable, other than Golden State. Right. So, man, Brooklyn is an absolute shit show. Nash, bro. Nash is going to be gone sooner rather than later because the way they're defending, they're not going to win games. Who who do they get? You think they get D'Antoni or um, um, I don't know. I think they'll have Vogel, a hot maybe? stretch though. Whoever their new coaches, because Kyrie and KD will be eager to uh, change the narrative. And well, it won't be a change in the narrative. They'll just be eager to prove that it was all Nash's fault. Like, yeah. you know, all this time is just Nash. So, yeah, we get a new oh, they coach. Look like, great, they honestly, see? they play like they want their coach blamed for why they suck. They do play like that, yeah. Like you said, everybody's just like watching cuts. Like, wh- wh- why are you even going over defense in practice? Yeah, why even look at the scouting report if you're going to leave Bain wide open for the whole night? He should have had – he could have had more, honestly. He could have. Yeah. And he had 38, who's a fucking spot-up specialist putting up 38 like he's an all-star starter. Right. And Bain would probably never be an all-star, and they made him one that night. Made him one for the night. King yeah, for the day. All-NBA caliber. <laughs> right. Dude, ben Simmons is the most egregious, though. Like – KD, I think, will pick up the energy after a certain amount of losses. Kyrie will have, Mm -hmm. like, these really scorching hot nights that'll get them wins. Like, Ben, if you're hacking, you're falling out of the fuck. Next step is you're falling out of the rotation. He won't with Nash because Nash is, you know, Nash doesn't have it to do that. He doesn't have a choice. But the the problem is they can – they could win with Ben out there and him not doing anything like him just being out there. They could win, but they can't win with, you know, 
I don't I don't want to disrespect any of the guys on the team, but some of the guys they bring in there for Ben and for Claxton, it's not gonna work. They no, can't guys. you can't, bro. You need a front, please. Front court, like even Chicago last year with Vucevic was bad. It wasn't non-existent. No, it wasn't. And then they went and tried to fix it at least. They got Drummond and and I mean they tried Tristan Thompson first and they got Drummond who was would be starting on a lot of other teams. And the Nets have done nothing to fix their front court. They did all these, they they made all these offseason moves, and it, none of it was what they needed. Right. And it's still, there's no there's way. still big How men that not, are out there. I know. It's insane. Yeah. It makes no sense. All right. It's it's that time. Let's take it to the West. Oh, <laughs> uh, the, the the lake Lakers. show is that what we're talking about <laughs> the showtime lakers yeah no they, you can't even they're so awful you can't even joke that they're showtime because <laughs> they're literally <laughs> the worst offense in the league yeah it doesn't even land the same <laughs> they're so good is the worst defense shout out to kd and, and company they're the worst defense in the league shout yeah. out to lebron and company they're, they're the worst offense in the league <laughs> Yeah, um, I don't. Hilarious. I would be honest. I don't have much more to say than what has already been said about them. Um, it's they, been talked the worst. about quite enough. Yeah, yeah, and we knew. We looked at this roster. There's no good shooters on the roster. No even good shooters. Like LeBron can hit threes, but is he a good shooter? Not no. quite. Um, Troy Brown. I, I dogged. Chicago last year for having Troy Brown on the team. Now Troy Brown is like their sixth man. Um, nah, man, you're forgetting Austin Reeves. Come on. Austin Reeves, man. I don't even know. It's, uh, Kendrick Nunn looks horrible. He looks worse than I thought he was going to look. He'll be out of the rotation in like a week, honestly. The way he's been he's playing – it's it's probably it'll probably be less than that. He'll get another game, and he might mm-hmm. be done after that. Which is crazy because they made it like a big deal that they were getting him, um, getting him back. It's done nothing. Um, and listen, I I'm not saying uh, every time I say these things about these players, I'm never saying it to disrespect them as a player because Kendrick Nunn probably should be in the NBA, but it's the way they hype him up. Like, yo, should he be? Should he be our scoring threat off the bench? No. Especially when your other guys you have out there with him are Winion Gabriel and Matt Ryan and Juan Toscano Anderson. And it's a, I don't know. I didn't have NBA League Pass last year. I don't have it this year. So I don't watch every single game on television. But I've seen enough from Juan Toscano Anderson to know that he's never going to hit a spot of three-point sh- shot not two in the same night it's and no matter how many times you feed him he's not gonna turn into a consistent three-point shooter i mean the other night um i think there was their second game he missed like three of them and they kept feeding him and one time he really didn't want to shoot it i saw it in his eyes he really did not want to shoot it but they fed it to him he's wide open in the corner he looked around for a second all right i guess i gotta shoot it and he shot it and it Hit the side of the backboard. I'm like, oh, I, I kind of knew uh, that was going to happen. I wonder why LeBron and them didn't know that. I mean, um, Lonnie, all Lonnie Walker proved on the Spurs is 
I'm a freak athlete and I can't hit open shots. That's it. That's all he proved in college at Miami. I mean, did they miss that? Did they miss the hair? Like, how did they miss who he was? Like, I don't, I don't know, man. It's, it just uh, seems like um, Darvin Ham is playing guys as if, like, he's the Lakers are so bad for the first. Lakers time. are so bad. Darwin Ham is like competing with Nash for the worst coach in the league right now. <laughs> I know, man. He he comes to the press conferences. He seems like a a cool dude. Like, he seems like the coach that uh, we had a coach. I don't need to say his name, but he yeah. seems like the coach that you like more than the head coach. Like, yeah. the, he's the cool coach, assistant coach. So I understand why he's been in the league this long, because I bet players uh, – he, yeah, he was in Milwaukee, but the Milwaukee players really liked him, and he said he had a good rapport with those guys, and that's that's clear. He seems like someone really easy to get along with. But when it comes to actually making the game decisions or – um, using the guys right, I don't see it, and uh, it's so much worse than Vogel, to be honest. And I'm not even really mad that Vogel got like he, with how awful it was, he had to get fired. Yeah, he did, and it looks worse. And getting the, fired, the roster's worse, and the coaching is worse. Yeah, and and listen, I'm not saying. I'm not going to say Darwin's a bad coach because it's early, right? It's only four games of his career, three games of his career. So I'm not saying that. But all I'm saying is I'm watching the Lakers and they don't look like they're doing anything with any purpose. And none of the players look like they are playing in their role other than Lonnie Walker because all his role is to attack the basket at all times. And he's doing that for the most part. I I think Lonnie Walker's played the best out of everyone on this team. Yeah. He's doing similar to what Monk did for them last year, where like when yeah. when you're kind of trusting him to be aggressive on a hot night, he'll he'll attack relentlessly, which which they need, honestly. Yeah, yeah, and he's a little bit bigger than Monk and has a he might have a little more of a um, ball handling, more one on one bag than Monk, and you know it's not Monk's fault; it's just not how he plays, yeah. and he's doing well with it. Uh, I, I I think he attacks really well, and he provides that spark for them in the offense. But the other stuff that's happening with them, um, Westbrook being a spot-up shooter is not it. Anthony Davis, I don't know what spot Anthony Davis is supposed to be on, but every time I see him catch it, I think that, oh, I don't think he's supposed to be in that spot, though. Like, every every time they run a play to him, he's in a weird place. Um, or in a position where he really can't score right there from the, where he is. So it's going to take eight seconds out of the shot clock and everyone getting on one side of the court for him to work. And we're just not in that day of basketball anymore. Like, you know, um, the triangle offense worked in that way. Uh, but now Anthony Davis being on the island and everyone else being crowded on the other side of the court, like between the corner and the wing, it's not going to work right now, especially not for 48 minutes. My, Maybe my, a quarter. I think but... it does work. I, I'll push back a little bit. I think it does work. Uh-huh. I think I'll even say they're, they're starting to mold 
a, a way they could play and be successful. They're better defensively. Let me say this about how it would work. It won't work if you don't have any good shooters on the team. Like, it works for Denver because they do that really well, and they crowd one side, and Jokic can make a cross-court pass, and it's a bucket. But if Anthony Denver Davis isn't going to pass... Denver has good shooters. They've always had at right. least somebody who's a good shooter. Right. And if, one, Anthony Davis is never going to pass out of there, and if and two, if when he does pass out of there, it's going to be for Juan Toscano, Anderson, or Westbrook to get a spot of three, it's not going to work for the season. That's all. Anthony Davis could score from there all day, and it may help them win. But if that's what you're going to rely on, it's not it. But I, I agree with you. It, I agree with you. They are finding ways that they can win. Because they they're they're slowing. And the Portland game was a great example. Is Portland is explosive up and down. You'll especially like you said, you can't shoot the ball. You're never going to beat Portland. Yeah. But if you slow the game down, you have a chance. Yeah, because you're always going to have a mismatch with LeBron on anybody. And and they did that with the Clippers also. They they got stops. They created met like more of a disorganized kind of game. And it yeah. slowed the Clippers' momentum down. They couldn't have as much rhythm. They missed a lot more shots. Like, that's a, that's a method the Lakers could win, which it I, is. I'll give them some credit because last year I saw none of that. They – they couldn't shoot, couldn't defend, and they were trying to run with everybody, which was just sick. Now, do they have a slowdown kind of game roster, though, to you? My problem is it's a lot more simple than that. I think Anthony Davis fucking sucks. I think he's lazy. I think he's, like, flat out, I think he's lazy. Yeah, he is. Like, he's lazy and a little bit selfish. That Golden State... He's more than a little bit selfish, it's looking like, but I'll let that go because mm-hmm. we, we need we'll have the rest of the season to see that. Yeah. Golden State opening night was a flawless example. He worked mm-hmm. really hard and dominated the opening quarter. He did. Did you see him work hard from that point on? Because I didn't. Because no. because no. when Looney's out there, it's it's very easy to like, okay, I see a big man who's working hard. Let me if is the other big man working hard. And I can tell you mm-hmm. now, Anthony Davis was not at all. Right. Like, bro, forget. Okay, you're an inside presence. You don't even work hard to expose mismatches. Doesn't. I mean, I, I remember years ago, Amari was getting dogged for never developing a post game until it was too late. Yeah. But that's like a skill that if you don't work on, you don't improve. You've right. been a top big man for a decade, and you still like a double team is unfathomable to you. You talking about Anthony Davis? Yeah. How? Yeah. How do you not understand double teams at all? Like, I, you're all your coaches can't possibly be awful. And the worst part is he's been a top big man because he didn't have a post game like before. Like you know, he was like. Giannis came in the league as a small forward, but Anthony Davis was like the center version of Giannis. Yes. Like, oh, he's he's a center size that does what Giannis basically does. I thought but he was eventually, a rebounding machine. He was. Where? He was and Whoa, the best shot blocker in the go? league. Oh, the best shot blocker in the league at one point. <laughs> where did all that go? 
I don't know, man. Bro, that bubble run. Got as was, athletic, he got less athletic. That bubble run, he was the best defensive big in basketball, I thought. I'm like, dude, he, he could switch everything. He could strap Jimmy Butler. He'll contain guards. He, you can't keep yeah. him off either side of the boards. He's huge. Like, he's shooting over guys who are his size. Bro, yeah. where is the work ethic? Can, can you sprint once and seal somebody, please? Just, like, one time. Can you and fucking as a, roll off a pick? He only rolls when he knows he's going to get an alley-oop. Please. And, again, I understand with Russ, like, I wouldn't roll either because I know the lob's going to be inaccurate. But beyond that, LeBron can't get you a lob. Westbrook throws good lobs sometimes. <laughs> only to Steven Adams. That's it. I haven't seen him throw good lobs to anyone else. And Steven Adams, they catch like <laughs> – I mean – should only be able to catch like the most basic of lobs. Like he only gets a little bit over the rim for his size. Dude, I honestly that's that's my problem to me is what Russ is doing. He did last year. He has no yeah. IQ. We knew this. One night he's gonna let Clay get as many layups as he wants, and the next night he'll guard Kawhi Leonard like an elite defender. He was strapping Kawhi. Oh, uh, <laughs> that's that's you know, Russ in a nutshell. The, the biggest I'll sum it up for me with this team. The biggest issue, um, Ham, LeBron, Anthony Davis, Westbrook, this entire summer. I'm not sure when they announced Darvin Ham as the coach, but since they did, so I won't I guess I won't say him for the whole summer because I don't remember when it was that he was announced. But Westbrook, LeBron, and Anthony Davis, I had I this season starting, I have seen no development of them like knowing that they were going to play together again this season, working hard on, okay, let me adjust my game so we can play together. What do you guys need me to do? I'll adjust so I can play with y'all. I haven't seen that from any of those three. And LeBron, I think, can fake it the most because he's played with so many different players. And he just, everyone has to play with how he plays anyway right he doesn't really adjust to other people so him it doesn't matter as much because if he's not doing what he's doing they're not going to win anyway but with Anthony Davis and Russ I haven't seen them adjust their game saying all right we have this roster we have this coach how are we going to do this I haven't seen it and I've seen like the big three let's go back a little bit to the Celtics big three when they got together, it wasn't like, oh, this is a match made in heaven. Oh, this is going to take them right to the finals fit-wise. Like Roster-wise, no, I mean. did they start off like 20 and 2 or something like that? No, but I mean, I'm saying on, I'm not saying on the court. I mean, just on paper, the trade. I got you. But they, they worked together and said, how are we going to make this work? And they did it. I mean, Garnett talks about it all the time. I met with you and said, yo, you know, where do you like your screens? How can I do this? They talked about all that stuff. I haven't seen any of that on the Lakers. And they've been together for two years. I saw the first 10 games of the Celtics. Let me tell you the biggest lie of the summer. uh, That Russ, AD, and LeBron got together on a phone call and vowed to make it work. (laughs) That, from what we've seen on the court, that is the most blatant lie I've heard this year. The thing is, man, I could believe it was a phone call because they haven't done anything in person to show that they've worked together in person. 
I, and that's I the can, problem. I bet you if you looked at the Lakers preseason footage, like practice footage, they always worked out separately. I bet. Yeah, I'm sure. Yeah, there, it, there's it's no clear. chemistry at all. How? How do you not have any chemistry? I've never seen a duo of high-level players, let alone a trio, go into a second year, and honestly, their chemistry looks worse. Right. How is that even, like, from a basketball perspective, how can that be possible? I I don't know, man. It's just bad. And that's my point. The chemistry doesn't look like it's gotten better at all. It doesn't even look like they are trying. And, and that's I've never seen that from players that good. Normally, it's like, hey, we're good players. Let's have a meeting and let's figure it out. I mean, I think even the young guys do that. And I, I know, like I said, I know that the Celtics did that because Paul Pierce was the go-to guy and said, all right, well, we're all go-to guys, so how do we do this? And they talked about it. But the Lakers, I don't see them talking about I don't see any effort. No, I see more to, effort from Kyrie and KD to to work together, bro. I've seen I've seen more effort from Brunson and Randall to work together. <laughs> In three games, I've seen more effort than than I've seen for two seasons of this. I saw more. I'll give you guys who didn't even fuck probably didn't like each other. And uh, Jimmy Butler and Carl Anthony Towns back in the day tried yeah. to make it work better than it. You know, they seem to actually get along or not it, right and you know they're not even neither of them are even close to anthony davis and lebron and and like i said i know that when you get a new guy or when you you're two bona fide guys you get together you have to talk about it and figure out how you're going to make it work that's, and, that's you know, why it's like shocking that like i it should be clear cut that lebron and ad are like like russ is handicapping them and it's not clear cut. It to me, it's not. AD has had just as much of an impact on Russ playing horrible as the other way around. I agree. So it's like that's what I don't understand. You think getting rid of Russ fixes that AD still won't sprint back, back on defense? I mean, right? Honestly, it's. I, I feel bad for Darwin Ham. That's really it. I I don't because. He has to have some responsibility too, because he, like I said, he knew that what the team was going to be. All three of these guys knew that the team was going to be this. I mean, I know the trade talks; they, they allegedly were trying to get uh, rid of Westbrook, but I didn't see that much effort in that either. Yeah. So they had to have known this was going to come, and like I said, I see no effort in making it work. Nothing. And on a personal note, like you know, I, I hate bad basketball. But it's just it's like a it's like a joke at your own fan fan base to pretend like Pat Bev is a starter. Speaking of more fouls than fucking baskets, he's got yeah. significantly more fouls than baskets. Yeah, he's one four like every fucking game. Why? Why in God's name is he still a starter? Yeah. What What was this that I I told you? Uh... Nine fouls and three uh, makes something like that. <laughs> These yeah, I'm pretty sure really the first three games he was like one for seven, one for fucking eight, and then one for like eleven. It, one for five, one for seven, one for three. 
He oh, fouled out. Okay. And uh, well, he didn't foul out, but he had five fouls in the. Can um, we like one for five? Can we get over these guys who just fucking hack. They're not elite defender. Like Marcus Smart doesn't foul out every night because he's actually an elite defender. Twelve fouls in in ninety minutes. That's what it was. He only has two fouls less than. Um, he only has two fouls less than Ben Simmons. Okay, but like Pat Bev, I expect this. My problem yeah. is he's starting. You already have a guy who the basketball world is saying doesn't fit on your roster, and now you're starting another guy who doesn't fit in that lineup. Just, yeah. I mean, Jeannie Buss and Rob Palenka, y'all are like, good luck to whatever the fuck this shit show is. And if Pat Bev starts for another week, I'm I'm done with this team. Like, I'm not even going to waste my time. Why? He's about to be starting over Russ. They're about to sit Russell. You have to start a point guard. I'll give him a chance when they finally fucking acknowledge how horrible, which, again, is another thing. Russ has still been horrible. Why are they so desperately, like, can can the media please stop disrespecting Russ? He went 0 for 11. I know. What are we supposed to do with that? We're just supposed to be like, oh, it's okay. Bro, I play in the men's league. I play in a men's league. And every Uh guy who has a rough shooting night gets clowned by the entire roster. Yeah. Like, 0 for 11. And come on, guys. Let's. He played hard. Who cares? And and the thing is, if they had won, it would be a different story. If they won, Westbrook played great D. And, you know, he just shot bad. It's, it's completely different. Like, we have no – I mean, he probably would still get clowned, but not as much because at least he contributed to a win. But you can't lose shooting 0 for 11 and get pulled and make that dumb shot at the game. You can't do all that. I mean, take the dumb shot at the game. You can't do all that. I mean, yeah. And in the game. That, that's that's why, I like – And then lose oh, to the your nemesis. shooting that Portland game <laughs> – stop <laughs> it's a one-sided it rivalry <laughs> i mean it, it's still his guy it's his guy dame, is who he dame doesn't respect him enough for them to be for him to be a nemesis he's he respected him enough to wave you're right that's true but yeah. honestly man like that shot in portland was the true like he doesn't give a fuck about the team at all yeah yeah <clears throat> for him to be four of or th- four fucking 13 or whatever he was coming off of over 11. And he thought he was the one again, forget the situation and how dumb it was to go two for one in the situation. Yeah. You're the guy. Westbrook couldn't make that shot. It just wasn't, it wasn't, the, <laughs> he wasn't the person to take it at that moment. He can make a three pointer. doesn't mean I'll, I'm a, I won't be okay with him. Never ever taking a three-pointer in his life right just eliminate russ just stop i don't care that you still make them just stop yeah. give up yeah how again another guy i just i don't understand why they're defending him why you're clearly setting him up to be the fucking as as brooklyn is setting up nash just lobbing him up to get fired yeah. the lakers at this point are russ we're ruining your career here you go yeah, I, I mean, if I'm Russ, I would want to leave because of all this. I, and I don't think Russ is – I don't think that he's as bad of a fit as – as like, I do think there's a scenario where Russ on this team makes this team really, really good. Yes. It's just I haven't seen any effort of anyone else 
trying to do that. And they're, nope. you know, LeBron and AD are almost like the two, you know, uh, the two girls that don't like the new girl, don't don't want the new girl in the clique. Like, that's how it looks like to them. Looks like to me while they're on the court. It's like, yeah, we got this. Oh, Russ is here now. We got to just, oh, we have to take less shots. Now Russ has to be involved and we don't really want him involved. That's kind of how it feels because they do throw him under the bus with everything. It's becoming more and more difficult to like, LeBron, you're saying like, I don't want to fucking be part of like the Russ narrative, but yet you're fucking like, you're throwing a fit when he does dumb shit on the court, which he's done the entire time he's been there. Yep. I haven't seen it, which LeBron, you do dumb shit on the court too. Yep. I see no frustration from you when you throw a fucking pass right to the other team, which he still does all the time. Yep. Why would Russ? Why would Russ feel any remorse? Because he's making the same mistakes you are. Honestly, man, right. LeBron's leadership is looking more and more suspect by the day. Throwing yep. the shooting under the bus after the first game, no shit. We 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 don't have any lasers. No shit. Maybe if you didn't go three for ten, your shooting wouldn't look so trash. Maybe how yeah. about maybe? I mean, I'm I'm a reasonable guy. How about maybe knock down some fucking free throws, right? Maybe we make some free throws. Things will open up. Yeah. But we can't even do that. But, oh, Toscano Anderson, breaking three-pointers, he fucking sucks. Like, what? where's the shock? I, I don't get it. Yeah. That, it, I don't know. Like I said, man, it just seems like he's never watched anyone else on this team play. Like, it's just bad. I, They're all around I, bad. wasn't. Do they get? Do you think these guys make shots in practice? Do you think like Beverly goes ten for ten in practice and Toscano no. Anderson goes no 10 way. for ten? Toscano Anderson maybe Beverly. Fuck no. Yeah, and Matt Ryan they throw out there. I mean, and act like Matt Ryan like, is probably their their practice shooting demon too. Because why yeah. else would he get on the court? Oh, he can't guard anybody, <laughs> and they act like he does something other than shoot, and he doesn't. So. He's just he's just like heavy out there, <laughs> right? All right, last team. I saved this for last because I know you have so much to say. And I'm just going to let you rock. And that is the Philadelphia 76 Oh, man. One and oh, three. I, I really hate I hate that how this roster has disappointed and not lived up to expectations. Yeah. Like, this roster is so fucking good to me, and it looks trash. Yeah. Now, I know they got a win, I think. They did, yeah. Uh, so they're not over, but I'm I'm still fresh off the San Antonio loss, which is egregious. Um, for those who saw the game, it was even worse than the fact that you lost to a lottery team. It's mm-hmm. how you lost, as a lot of people say. Um, mm-hmm. <clears throat> there's, so, there's so much wrong. Again, it, four games – Four games shouldn't be – I know I shouldn't overreact, but, like, everything looks wrong with one exception. And and I'll, I'm ready for the apology. I need to see more of a sample size. But Harden, <laughs> I'm ready. I, I like what I'm seeing. Harden looks great. Harden He's looks – I mean – He looks like one of the top three to five best shooting guards in the league, no question. Yeah. 
That's that's all I hated last year is I wanted to still have him in there and it looked questionable. He mm-hmm. looks like it. Yeah. Uh, beyond that, everything looks bad. Everything. Every looks bad. single thing. Maxi, Maxi was your second best player in the playoffs. Why? Why does he still have to hunt his own shots? Why does yeah. he have to force? He has to like force himself into the offense. Mm-hmm. We we can't do anything. To, to get him an easy opportunity. Like, I see they try opportunities for Harden to get easy shots, but Maxi mm-hmm. doesn't get that. Probably one of the hot, like the streakiest players in the league, one of the quickest guys who to heat up in the league. We can't mm-hmm. get him easy shots ever. Right. I mean, and when he when he does get an easy shot, it's not a shot that he likes. Like it's, you know, he's not really a catch and shoot shooter, right? Or he's, he's not a catch and shoot shooter, or he's not like a ISO out of the corner kind of guy because he likes to go both ways. He has a really quick first step and they don't really use it at all when he's playing how he's been playing in these games. So, okay. Maxi was the guy I was excited about. You're not using him right, but there's a lot, there's so much talent on this roster that should matter. Right. If that was the only problem, yeah. I it wouldn't be a problem at all. I may I probably wouldn't even have mentioned it. Yeah. Embiid, can we work hard like for a couple minutes at a time? Can we stay off the ground for one game? <laughs> Just no. Honestly, man, I, I, Embiid has been blatantly stat chasing. Straight up. He yeah. hasn't defended at a high level, and I know he's one of the best defensive bigs in the league. Mm-hmm. He hasn't rebounded at a high level i know the stats look like he's getting rebounds i that spurs game purtle was dominating him on the glass mm-hmm. which is just which is i couldn't the next worst is like claxton that's the only person i could think of would be worse and i would and i'd even accept claxton because he jumped so high but right like, has no, purtle, no you know he's not jumping you know he's actually positioning and B to get those rebounds. Exactly. That's what makes it really bad. Yeah. Which is bad. And he was like, okay, a, a, a high energy big. He gets a rebound. He kicks it out. He was scoring off of them. Mm-hmm. Bro, and B, like, can, speaking of guys who don't roll to the rim, can we set a screen and roll, please? Bro, every time he actually rolls to the basket, Harden gets him an easy layup. No, and now they they're doing like that uh, that um, like screen just to get the switch. Yeah, like he just goes up there. Yeah, stands there. I can't stand they, that shit. They switch and then he just backs up, like <laughs> eases you away think, with the better. You think defender. they're Memphis? You think it's John right. Morant out there with nobody? Like this roster has so much fucking talent. T- Tobias Harris starts off five for eight every fucking game and is horrible in the second half. Yeah, he That's does. That's like a trend at this point. I know. And it's like he misses his first three every game, and then he makes the next three, and then is like... And then he's cold because he gets then like he's cold for the rest of the night. three shots the rest of the fucking day. Yeah. Another guy, another high-level offensive player, you barely ever run a play for him, Doc. Mm-hmm. I mean, we're spamming Embiid ISOs, but but our, t- the, our talented roster gets nothing. 
and our most and I would say Tobias is their most versatile player. Exactly. And I have you ever seen Tobias in a mismatch? No. That you've noticed, like, oh, Tobias should score on this guy. No, no, but he still goes and has to hunt for a bucket. Yeah. I mean, again, a lot of their problems are so exposable because Embiid is not working hard. Yeah. He's killed so many possessions just holding the ball. Mm -hmm. It's Tatum was disgusting with this a couple years ago. And to and his credit, he has stopped gotten it, much, be- much better. Yeah, Boston now is like the most versatile team in the league. And their as roster soon as he hasn't stops, changed that much. As soon as he slowed down the ball holding, they go right to the finals. Yep. And they weren't even a finals favorite. Right. So, yeah. Again, like, Harden is playing so well, he's not feeding off that. He's not feeding off of any of his other good players. He's like, he's either forcing his own shots or he's forcing them to take shots. It's never natural. It's never in rhythm. Mm -hmm. And he's such a good player that unlike Anthony Davis, he could still get you 35 and 15 and still look unstoppable. But like the effort isn't there to win. I agree. It's just there for the MVP stats. Yeah. And um, and with Harden, one concern for me is Harden shouldn't make your entire bench look awkward. Like, usually the guys with Harden and even with Embiid, it used to be real plug and play with everyone else on the court. Like the other three guys, it really doesn't matter who they are because we're still going to do our thing. Yeah. But now, Niang comes in and I have no idea what he's supposed to be doing. Has Montrezl even gotten a shot off this season? Like, yeah, they got a couple. Got a couple roles. Barely. Yeah, but barely. Barely. They barely find any <laughs> any space for him to be involved. Diable, I don't know what Diable did to Doc, but he, you know, Doc doesn't use him much. Um, and I'm then even House is you. House is struggling to get looks, and House used to get. I mean, House and Harden were a good match. A good match in Houston. Harden's the only reason House is in the league. My thing is like, okay, those guys aren't playing well, but they're role players. Like the, that's yeah, gonna happen. Players, yeah. That's you yeah. know, I, I don't expect them to be consistent. One one role play. How about you fuck Doc? How about we manage the goddamn rotation better? We yeah. have all these options, and we're trying like he's trying to make a consistent rotation out of it. Right. With guys who have no business being part of, like, like I'm sorry, P.J. Tucker is, is a great guy. He works really hard. He's not a definitive closing lineup member. No, he's not. Even like, in his why prime, are you still? That's what I'm saying. Why are you still at 38? Which, who, by the way, you just leave in the corner like it was six years ago for fucking Rockets, which I could have told you there's no point in even picking up P.J. Tucker if it's just for that. Yeah. He's not, he, he hasn't been a throw him on the other team's best player guy for years. Let's be honest. No, yeah. What he has been is a reliable corner shooter, a surprisingly decent floater shooter, and a great rebounder. And he's mm-hmm. never out there to rebound. Nope. Most Doc, of the guys aren't. I mean, Doc, why, why did you guys get him? To stand right. in the fucking corner? 
I mean, again, okay, okay, let's say, let's say because Harden's playing well, he needs he needs to just space it. Mm-hmm. Uh, Korkmaz, hello? The best shooter, the potentially the best spot-up shooter on the roster. Where are you? Oh, oh, he's, he's get- buried so deep at the end of the fucking bench, we forgot he's even on the team. Two minutes in four games. I mean, we're not playing any fucking defense on lottery teams. Thibel, four minutes in four games. Your best individual defender on the team. Yeah. Meanwhile, meanwhile, House, again, House, I'm surprised he's playing this horrible, but he's played fucking horrible. Mm-hmm. Why, why are you, like, forcing him to stay out there, yet Korkmaz, who's played well for you, by the way, like, again, I, I don't understand where the animosity comes from now. It's almost like Daryl Morgan is in his ear, like, man, these, these Rockets guys I brought back, you know, make sure they're out there. Why? They're not that good. <laughs> They're not. It's, it's crazy that Montrezl has played well for Doc and Parkmas has played well for this this team. And they're like, he struggles to do anything for them. Montrezl, he's just not making him fit. And then Parkmas is not even playing him is insane. And he's probably the best shooter on the team other than you know, yes. I guess other than Harden, even, I like, guess. Even Shake Milton has played well for you. Yes. I, I, I don't get with a roster with this much depth. Why in God's name is Niang the first guy off the bench? This, that is really the craziest thing. Korkmaz gets two minutes in four games and Niang and is first off the bench every night. He's just, Niang is the sixth man. I, I can't do that. Like I've called, I've called him a scrub for years. How does mm-hmm. Doc not see that he's a fucking scrub? What has he no done idea. on on a fucking NBA court ever to show that he's not a scrub? Nothing. Nothing. I mean, he he deserves to be on a roster, but six man is is like, not. Again, it's way I over the no top. Problem. I got no no problem with you throwing him out there. Yeah. Over Korkmaz? Are you insane? He's coming in before Daniel House? Are you out of your mind? <laughs> and Dival. Dival should be starting. What, bro, <laughs> I don't understand. Why is PJ Tucker the clear-cut fifth starter? For what? I would understand it better if PJ was the sixth man. It would make more sense Honestly, to me. yes. With um, Dibble starting. Doc, I mean, again, this is a team that, similar to Memphis or a team like Phoenix, like, even if you're struggling, the Clippers are another team. Even if you're struggling, there should be no issue winning games. No, shouldn't. And we have to battle San Antonio, and we get embarrassed so bad, we got blown out just in crunch time? Like, Yep. In a close game in the clutch, a team with guys who have no clue what they're fucking doing. Right. Dominated you. That's that's yep. just sick. That's yep. uh, again in an Eastern Conference where standings are gonna get really tough really quick. Because mm-hmm. a lot of teams are looking really fucking good that we haven't even talked about in yep. depth. 
Yeah. And, and Philly, Philly cannot come off this slow. They can't start this incohesive, inconsistent, lazy, predictable. Like everything I didn't expect to see from this roster, I'm seeing it. Yep. So Daka's clock is is running out. I'll just say that. I mean, they're only going like eight off the bench most nights. And and their team, Why? everybody on their team can play. And I mean, uh, dude, Chicago went nine off the bench the other night and is missing two starters. Missing their backcourt. <laughs> they're starting backcourt and they went nine off the bench. You can't go nine off the bench, Doc. Bro, the Lakers don't even have, like, the Lakers have the worst roster in the league. And they sneak in Matt Ryan to get some clock. Yeah. But don't you dare put in Diable. But Korkmaz, like, it's just insane. Bro, Korkmaz was one of the biggest reasons they had great first quarters last year. Mm -hmm. He he was the guy who would always start off hot shooting the ball, especially when he started. Yeah. Meanwhile, like Tobias does nothing for an entire second half, and you, God forbid, he's not in the closing lineup. Does nothing every second half. <laughs> and yet we <laughs> can't bench him. Uh, yeah. Doc, what the? F- and, and again, what's sick to me is the roster has played so horrible, and Doc is encouraged by this. Yeah. In, you're clapping, bro. Game three, and the fans are booing you. Of course, I, I had to. Clapping. I had to, bro. Philly, New York, New York hasn't gotten booed as far as I could tell. No. I mean, the Lakers are only Russ is getting booed in the tunnel after the games. Yeah, I'm sure. Bro, and I'm it, sure Brooklyn has gotten booed. I and not, at least he's, won't surprise me at all. And at least he's willing to fight. The person booing him. Like, at least he, he feels something from it. Three games in, three games in, we're losing to probably the worst team in the league. We're getting destroyed to the point where the fan base is booing. And you're bringing in the team like this? Couldn't be me. That's all I'll say. Couldn't be me. Oh, man. Yeah. <laughs> Coach uh, Pop, who historically is never excited, is bringing in his young guys who are balling, who are competing. Like, man, yeah. good job, guys. Like, clapping everybody up. You know, it, the energy yeah. is like as if Pop is younger. Meanwhile, right. Doc is getting fucking embarrassed, and he thinks it, he thinks the right response is the same energy. Pop is and, like, you know, Pop's going to be in a wheelchair coaching and. The team has zero direction, and he's out there, you know, with more enthusiasm and doing the right thing for his team. And you know, I'll tell you what, more than I'll give you an estimate 10 games. If they don't have three wins, he's done. That that leave you're one and three right now. If you're two and fucking eight, first 10 games, he's yeah. gone. He's gone, Daryl Morey. I don't care how much you like him. I agree. This is un- this roster is too good. Laker, Darwin Ham, go to the lottery, bro. I, everybody expects it. Brooklyn, Fire Nash, or go to the lottery. Everybody expects yeah. it. Th- yeah. This roster being this 
abysmal? No way. There's no way. I agree. You're right. Frank Vogel would come in and this team would skyrocket. Yeah. Manage rotation. Vogel's your guy. He's easy, easy second round. Yeah. Unreal, man. Yeah. Unreal. I, I like Doc. Like this has been a narrative. It has. You, you reinforced it last year. Yep. That's what's more scary than, about it. More of the same. It's proving more and more accurate by the year. Yeah. Yeah. Um, I was gonna go in on the heat, but I'll I'll save it for next time. I'll let them play a little more games before maybe I yeah. say anything about them. Um, what? What's up? No, I was just uh, I I wanted to make sure I didn't forget. Obviously, a lot of preseason predictions or before season predictions. We got to wait and see. Oh yeah. Uh, Matherin looked like looks like a lock. He's tough, man. Rookie of the year. He's tough. And Indiana's not going to. It took three minutes of opening opening game for them. I was like, oh, Mm -hmm. this guy's going to probably. There's probably no rookie who's going to outscore him this year. And he's coming off the bench. And they're going to have a better record than Orlando, probably. I mean, Bancaro looks really, really good, but. I, if they're just going to let him just take over every game, then I'm assuming yeah. you haven't seen Indiana yet because they're they don't look good at all. No, they're better than Orlando. No. And we don't know what's going to happen with Buddy and uh, Miles. Yeah, either. Halliburton and, and Matherin look great. But besides that, the two games I've seen. Yeah atrocious i mean again the big they're bigs without turner they they don't have a big man on the roster essentially i noticed that yeah uh i caught a little bit of their game with um who who were they playing uh i think uh, washington oh i know i caught a little bit of the philly game that's Mm -hmm. what it was but they were getting blown out so yeah 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 well um we'll see uh i like him a lot He, he works hard I, I really like he's what tough. I saw. Yeah, he's tough. He's tough. Um, teams we didn't talk about that we'll talk about next time. Charlotte, more about Atlanta, New York, Toronto. Um, I'm not. I'm gonna be honest. Some of those teams, I'm not really pressed. Some of those teams, we'll talk about. I'm not sure if it'll be all. Uh, well, well, I'll I should say this: we will have more to say about them because yeah. I. Going off the first games, all those teams, I I just don't really have much to say. Uh, yeah. I mean, Atlanta, I have a lot to say, but I need to see them more. Um, Phoenix is a team I, I'm curious to see a little bit more because I, I like and don't like some of the things they're doing. Yeah, yeah. And, and the thing is, they're bringing mostly the same team back, so. Yeah. We'll see. Uh, I, but missing Crowder is showing. Throwing, I bet more than they thought it would, but it's definitely uh, it's definitely obvious that Crowder isn't out there. I, I'm not quite sold on Cam Johnson as a starter, like they they right. seem to be. So, or as a defender, I mean, yeah, he has a good body, but his feet are slow on defense. So you don't have the lateral or the strength that yeah. Crowder has. Not many people have the strength Crowder has, but you know. In Minnesota, I need to see a game, a full yes. game. Their stats have looked bad, by the way. 
Like Edwards, Edwards had the one good game. And have you checked their other box scores? He has been having horrific shooting nights. Yeah. And for some reason, it looks like Gobert is like their best player. And yes. that's not good. <laughs> that is, that's not that good. is not what I expected or wanted to see at all from this, this situation. Yeah. And even the depth that we talked about when, you know, before the season, a lot of those guys aren't even playing, which is strange to me. So I do need to see it. They are leading the league in rebounds right now, uh, rebounds per game. So, um, but that was expected, I think. I think everyone knew that was going to happen. So, yeah. We will see. Um, no time for football today, but uh, we're definitely going to get back to football. There's more good games this week. Um yeah. I don't think we really need to tell anybody how bad the quarterbacks were that are getting benched or cut. Man, there's a lot of bad week. quarterback play right now. Whew. Yeah. From yeah. who we thought were high-level quarterbacks. Or at least hoped would be high-level quarterbacks in the future. But yeah. <laughs> yeah. All right. Um, as always, thank you for listening. Please subscribe, follow us, keep watching. We'll be back next week. And uh, see you guys next time.